Welcome to the Hooniverse Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Glucker. Uh, our friend Ron Baugh is not with us this week because he has to do work, which is, you know, boo on him. We'll talk to him next week and we'll get back to things and uh, we'll get rolling. But we do have a guest this week, another wonderfully named person, uh, Jeff Chu from NextSpace. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you, Jeff? Also? Doing all right. Doing all right. Uh, thank you for coming on. Uh, Jeff is, uh, I believe, the vice president of marketing for NextSpace, maybe. Is that the right title? Correct. For North America. So just Great. Uh, you know, this side. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. You got to raid people's LinkedIn to get the right title, but <laughs> I don't think I've updated mine in two years, so I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm just going to dive right into it uh, because it it seems like our first taste of dash cams, and I mean this on a general consumer level, was with folks fascinated by a bunch of videos coming out from other countries capturing crazy stuff. Does that sound right, at least for the American consumer acknowledgement of dash cams? Yeah, 100%. It's honestly a little bit of a, a blessing and a curse. Um, the awareness of dash cams has been amazing because the first thing I say when I uh, mentioned next based dash cams, they think, oh, crazy Russian videos. Yeah. You know, um, I think we've all seen the guys running around with grizzly beers in their cars and yeah. uh, guys running after each other with machetes. So we have uh, we have a lot of awareness, but uh, not a lot of relatability sometimes. In some of the yeah, videos. yeah. No, I, re- I remember one that I was like, I need a dash cam. It was when a, a Russian guy was driving and captured like a meteorite streaking through the sky. And I was like, that's... I, I know the the reasons why I should want a dash cam, but that's like a bonus feature to capture space. You know, it, it seemed so cool at the time. No, hundred percent. I caught myself <laughs> just sitting there and watching hours and hours of dash cam footage before I started working at Next Space. So yeah, I, I got I got a full that's full it's many not, hours of yeah, it's marketing time. research though. So that's, exactly. that's good stuff. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, how have dash cams evolved since those first offerings started arriving here in the states? What's changed with dash cams? Yeah, so what's changed with dash cams is uh, a dash cam is a uh, is a pretty you know basic name for a pretty complex uh, product. You know, it's kind of like calling a, a an iPhone a phone. You know, it's 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 still a phone, but it does so much more, and that's kind of where we're going with dash cams nowadays. I think a lot of people from those Russian uh, videos and historical viral videos in the past very much are just kind of like a basic camera that that films in your car. But nowadays with the technology and innovation specifically from next space, it's really kind of changed the game of, uh, you know, becoming a smart uh, piece of technology that you can actually interact with. It isn't a passive camera in your windshield anymore. It's actually something that, you know, we try to make people safer, a little bit more easier to use and, uh, and uh, easier to share and just kind of, uh, you know, have an active piece of tech versus a very passive sure. piece of tech. That seems like a, a something that'd be pretty important is making sure that um, the customer goes into it and making it as easy as possible. How do you guys do something like that for the consumer? Yeah, you know, it, it comes from uh, top to bottom, inside and out. We at NextSpace, we design everything from the ground up. Um, you know, one of the most basic fundamental things that people overlook is even just the way things are designed, not from a usability standpoint, but just the physical design of it. And you'll notice a lot of dash cams typically will have a big old suction cup hanging from above the uh, hanging from the dash cam above, which takes up a lot of um, takes up a lot of uh, you know real space estate in your windshield, real yeah. estate in your windshield when you know you need to be looking at what's happening in front of you. The last thing you need is obstruction in front of you. So you know the way that we design these things is uh, just with this click and go Pro mount, which has 113, I think, uh, uh, unique. Uh, 
um, patents on it. Wow. But just having it mounted in the front of a dash cam like this allows you to almost like an iPhone, again, uh, only see the screen. You're not getting any additional visual obstruction. So it's a really tight, sleek mounting uh, mount design. And it's also magnetic. So everything's powered and the GPS and the power goes into the dash, into the mount. So when you want to get in the car or leave the car, you just stick it on the magnetic mount and it just, it all aligns. So those really small details have really um, made it innovative in that way. But then also the way that's easier to use from the Bluetooth and Wi-Fi connectivity, you know, everything's connected to your phone nowadays. So we mm -hmm. want it to be as easy as that. Um, and also, you know, with Alexa, we have Alexa. I know some people uh, really love having that voice control uh, ability. You're really able to uh, have some nice uh, hands-free options while driving and making things easier. And, and whether it's keeping yourself organized with, uh, you know, mapping to my next uh, meeting or play my favorite playlist or even right. the next space commands of like, hey, next space, save that recording or, um, you know, mute the audio, whatever it may be. Make sure that your hands are on the wheel and your eyes are on the road the whole time. That's awesome. Um, what do you think is, so we're talking about, you know, what you guys have done to make it easier for consumers. What do you think is next for Dashcam Tech or what other products do you have coming down the road that you can talk about that, you know, move the, the space even further along? Yeah, no, we, we have a lot of great tech from our existing line that's actually graduating into our, our next line. Um, you know, there's a lot of good stuff that is life-saving for, um, for dash cams with the, you know, emergency SOS and things that can directly um, send emergency life support to your location if you got in a severe accident without any human intervention. And they're making things even smarter now with um, our new a new announcement of our new product called the uh, Nextbase IQ which is slated to launch in fall of 2022. Um, a lot of great feedback that we've heard from media and tech reviews at CES where we announced it. We actually won, I think, about seven awards for best of CES for the for this product, but it's a uh, it's the first truly smart dash cam using AI, spatial awareness, and, um, and um, uh, advanced driver safety uh, uh, procedures overlaid on the on the high high end resolution video that we already take, so you get these multi layers of um, proximity sensing and video and AI just really working to be a, a super duty uh, machine for your car that really takes it to that next level of smart connected innovation. That a lot of people are trying to are used to in like home smart home and right. security features. So does the camera do all of that on its own or does it have to work with the vehicle to do a lot of that stuff? Uh, a lot of it's on its own, actually. You know, the what, what's actually pulling from the vehicle is mostly just power. Uh, we, we have an OBD port access on the IQ that that's drawing the power from the car battery to ensure that you have a, a nice steady uh, source of, uh, of power. So you obviously don't want a battery to die while right before you get in an accident or if your car is parked in a parking lot for a week and a half or whatever it is while you're in Switzerland or wherever. Um, so it's actually um, mostly coming from the, the brain inside the processor of the dash cam. We work, uh, again, from the ground up, we design our own processors with the, uh, with the chipset manufacturer. So everything we do from the existing Series 2 product to the new IQ product is designed from the ground up with our, uh, with our um, chipset manufacturing partner which makes it unique because it allows us to be very accurate with, with everything that we do. But at the same time, you know, um, it allows us to innovate and really tweak what people need for driving and for vehicle safety, um, whether it's um, 
you know, parked driving. Uh, it's actually really hard to record just on the basic uh, idea of, of a dash cam, just recording in a car is actually very hard because you're doing uh, artificial light, daylight, nighttime, um, clouds, rain, you know, vibration from the vehicle. There's a lot of things happening in a, in a car that you don't typically have to deal with, with, you know, an action, a go, uh, I'm sorry, uh, an action camera or a phone or whatever it may be. Um, so by creating the, uh, the chipset from the ground up, it allows us to do that very well tune it perfectly for that, and then also start laying in these innovation layers like the AI and mm-hmm. the cellular data connection and the um, spatial awareness. It's interesting you bring that up about how difficult it is. Uh, I mean, it's, and it's great um, self-awareness of a company to be like, this is very difficult to do what we wanted to do, so we have to do all these things. It's almost like if you could get the the Tesla people to admit like, oh, full self-driving, like, no, 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 it, it needs to do like what you just said, like cloudy days, uh, read road signs, blah, blah, blah. And they, that's not just camera, that's sensors, that's all this extra stuff. Um, it, it's kind of a funny tie in there, uh, but it's good to hear a company be like, no, 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 this this isn't easy. This is very difficult to do. Um, and and it's just not, I don't want to say just, but it's literally you're recording video out the front and and for it to be like, here's why this is hard. You know, we're not like tossing like ND filters, polarizing filters. Like that's not just the answer to, to fix a lot of these problems. It's, it's more than that. So that's kind of, that's neat to hear. Um, yeah. Now, uh, another thing I like that I, I'm curious uh, what your thoughts are, and, and and I don't know if this is solely a next based thing, but I really like the modularity of the cameras in that I thought it was really neat when um, you know, I opened the package because uh, to those of you listening, NextBase sent me a f- few cameras to try out. And I currently have the 622, which is their top spec, current top spec model in the Montero. But one thing that was neat is on the side of it, you can um, pop in because we were going to run a rear camera off the back of the Montero in addition to the thing. But the people installing it said it would it would be a pain in the ass to install it where my headliner is without to hide the wires to do it neat. It's like, oh, okay. But including in the kit is uh, you can pop into the side of the camera, like an in-car or like wide angle. Um, you can do a couple different things. I thought that was pretty neat. Uh, what, what, how unique is the modularity to the next base lineup of cameras? Yeah, we were the first ones to do it. And um, we, it is a, it's actually a patented uh, design by us. You know, of course there's people that we, you know, you don't know what comes out of China. There's a lot of dash cam companies coming out of China. So there's a lot of things that we we're dealing with, but sure. uh, it, it was our idea. It was our, uh, our concept to really, you know, we wanted people to have the ability to choose what, what resolution and what features they wanted out of their main core dash camera, but we didn't want them to be limited to what the, uh, so what, what point of view they wanted from the rear, because everyone has a different driving style, uh, whether they wanted a basic, uh, a basic protection from just their front, or a more robust uh, protection in the rear, which three options that we provide. One is a traditional rear window camera, like uh, this one, where it actually fits in the back of the window into the um, back window. It still runs a cord to the uh, to the main camera. And then through this mini USB, uh, I'm sorry, mini HDMI port on the side, it uh, you just plug in the camera, uh, plug in the camera that you want to use and it can, uh, it'll, it'll give you the option for modularity in the rear, cam- rear window. So you have the rear window camera, and then we have two other cameras that's uh, attached to the side, just like whammo. And it's um, one is a cabin camera, which is a which is similar to a uh, what you'd find in a, a Uber or a rideshare car. 
So it's all cabin interior, which is not just only for Uber drivers and rideshare drivers, but you know, it's great for parents, you know, families, uh, road trippers, a lot of van lifers and stuff like that. Oh, and yeah, even like yeah. fleet guys who, um, uh, like construction fleet people who have a lot of equipment in the back of the car oh, sure. with, the, with the parking mode. Um, you know, it, it's a nice little extra piece of assurance to make sure whatever's happening in the car, whether it's your family or thousands of dollars worth of gear in the back, that it's all getting recorded and a little bit added layer of security there. And then we have one last one, which is a rear zoom. So this one's actually really nice. It attaches to the side as well, but it, it mounts in the front of your window and it shoots out the back window, almost like a rear view mirror. So it's really easy to install if you're, for example, an Uber driver or you're jumping between cars or whatever it is, and you have this nice magnetic um, mount system. You can, you know, jump in your uh, your rideshare car if you're an Uber driver, pick up a couple jobs, and then uh, on your way after you drop off your last customer, you know, you're just doing your daily driving. So plug in your rear window camera with a matter of seconds, just swap the camera, and you'll have the protection that you need for whatever situation that you're driving in. So yeah, it's it's uh, unique to us, and we're actually really proud of it. It's a really nice, fun system. Yeah, no, I, I I've played with it a little bit on my truck, and and um, it's it's definitely a cool add-on, especially because my vehicle's older, so there's less places to hide wires. Um, and so when they told me they couldn't do that, I was like, oh, okay. But then I remembered the modularity options. I was like, oh, you know, I can kind of solve it without needing to go full right on the back. So it worked out really well. Um, so of your current lineup. Can you tell me why someone would pick your lowest model in terms of price, but then also why someone would want to pick your higher up stuff? Like someone shopping and they just need a basic, what would the lowest model offer them? Yeah, the lowest models are one, two, two. And we have a great thing about NextSpace is we really offer a solution for anybody just because, you know, everybody is a, uh, needs a dash cam in general because there's a layer of, I'm not trying to sell the, the, the product, but I'm just saying that it gives you a layer of security and it just, um, and eventually it'll pay for itself, whether it's through an incident or insurance or um, something. It's not if, but when, kind of like mm -hmm. that motorcycle saying, of, you know, sure. when did you lay down your motorcycle? Right. Um, but um, it's an if, but when. So eventually it will pay for itself probably and hopefully in a good way. Um, but we do have a, a baseline entry level at uh, the 122 at uh, $59.99. And then we have price points, six, six different models uh, up to the 622, which is uh, $399. Um, but yeah, at the, at the basic entry level, all of our dash cams come with a screen in the back. So you get a nice LCD screen. Um, they all come with parking mode. So parking mode is if someone hits your car while you're parked and you're obviously away, then the dash cam will go into parking mode, which means that it is sensing if anything has made impact with your car. If it has made impact, then it'll automatically wake up out of its sleep mode. And then when you, um, and it'll start recording for three minutes. So for example, I go to Starbucks, go get a coffee, come back and there's a ding on my car. Uh, you know, I don't have to just eat the cost to fix that ding anymore. I can go to my car, my camera. If it's a smart connected camera that has, uh, that works with my phone, it'll give me an app notification that says, Hey, something went down, check out your phone. Or if I saw the dent on my car on the, on the base models, then I just go into the lock footage because in the in the parking mode it'll automatically lock. I'll go to the lock files, just check it out on the screen itself while I'm at the or at the you know at the parking lot, and say, oh, this is the guy that hit it, hit me. Download, send to the insurance, call it good. Wow. So, and that's on that's you said that's on all of them. 
Yeah, yeah. So standard across all of our models is parking mode. You get a really beautiful LCD screen, and then the uh, the Quick and Go Pro mount, uh, which you know is one of those under over underlooked, well designed pieces. One of my favorite pieces about the dash. Sure. Actually. Now, now, why? So on the on the flip side, someone wants I want the most dash cam, you know, for my money. Why would they go with the six two two? What what does that offer? Yeah, the 622 is our flagship model. It's um, 4K um, from the base, baseline all the way to the top. We, you know, we have uh, 720, 1080p, uh, 1440, and this is 4K. And this is really uh, everything and plus more that you would need in a dash cam, not only in video, requ- video recording quality, but safety, ease, and, um, and uh, effort. So, you know, this thing, just from a design perspective, it has 4K, it has a polarizing filter built in to reduce lens, or I'm sorry, uh, reflection off the dashboard and off the uh, glass. Uh, It also has a lot of uh, features that you'd find in some of the other models, like Emergency SOS, which we talked about, Alexa, which we talked about. Uh, But really where this thing starts excelling is it has a faster uh, Wi-Fi and Bluetooth module so that when you're downloading and uploading uh, videos, it's a lot quicker. It also has uh, image stabilization. It's a um, really beautiful image stabilization where um, what you would kind of expect from, you know, one of the best of the top top line uh, uh, action cameras. It's, uh, you know, off-roading, looks beautiful, bumpy roads, engine vibration, pretty much cleans it all up. Uh, it also has what three words, which is actually a really interesting um, feature. So. What three words is a, uh, it's a GPS uh, system, a, lo- a geolocation system where they actually, uh, it's an app. It's actually an app that we embedded into the dash cam. So you don't need a data signal, but the, uh, what they did was they took the globe and grid and turned the whole globe into uh, one by one, one by one square meters. I'm sorry, squares that are one by one meters. So if I'm in that one meter, uh, one square, and I can precisely uh, identify where I am based on three words that I identified every uh, square on the globe. So for example, if I said, meet me here at my desk right now, then I would look up the uh, the what three words in the dash cam and it'd say, I am at these three words and say the words are happy, um, guitar and hand. Then if someone looked up the uh, the what three words GPS location on the on the app or through uh, emergency services, they'll know exactly where we are with um, without having to read out all the coordinates. Um, it's actually a really great system. The guy who actually started it was a music promoter, and when he was having people meet him uh, inside the music venue, he'd, you know, it'd be really hard to tell people where they, where he was exactly. So it was like, there's got to be a better way than explaining like meet me at this gate and you know next to this speaker stack, blah 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 blah. And he said, let's, let's grid out the world. Let's put every grid into a, uh, you know, give them a sign, each one a word value. And with that, he made what three words and it's, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's a fascinating bit of text. I know, I think one of the first automakers to jump on it, I think was Jag Land Rover. And, um, I, I find it fascinating and it works really well. It's just like such a weird concept. It's hard like to you, explain. But- like for those who don't know about it, like you pick those three words and they're like, why would he pick those words? But I, I've read about it. So I'm like, I know that's, that is probably a place. Um, yeah. And it, it's, it's such a weird thing, but it does work really well for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes sense that like Land Rover Jag, uh, specifically Land Rover uses right. it because it's really great for overlanding and adventures. Mm-hmm. Like, 
you go to a you, you go over landing and you say, "Oh, I'm going to go to my favorite favorite uh, camp spot in the middle of nowhere." Now I can what three words exactly where I am and assign uh, you know these three words and say, "Hey, homies, through my walkie-talkie or cell phone, meet me at these what, what at these specific words," and everyone can just turn it into a meeting yep. spot or even yep. an emergency situation where, oh, like yeah. I said, you know, my I broke my arm. I'm, I'm mountain. I'm road. Uh, dirt biking a brook marm come over to these three words and, and save me yeah yeah absolutely um now did when you guys designed or baked in the image stabilization into the 622 did you did you know it was going to be something you would aim towards off-roaders overlanders or was it kind of like somebody on your team was like hey this is pretty good on the trail uh no we just aimed to make the best image stabilization we possibly could which ends up being capable of doing trail drives and, you know, whatever it may be. We know that people in their cars, you know, people aren't limited to just the road. So we knew it had to be able to withstand uh, some of the toughest terrain out there. So, you know, it, 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 it's actually fun testing it. When I first got my first sample, I was like, let's see how good this really is. Cause right. you, you never really know the, the tech team always tells you it's going to be great. And then you get it. And I, I drove, I, I took my mom's uh, land cruiser through this, uh, to this uh, off-road, like a real four by four trail. Uh, it wasn't quite four by four where, where I was, but just to get it, it was only uh, dirt road access and some serious trail. And I was like, oh, this is really good. <laughs> you know, it's it, it smooth it, it all out. I was, I was nice. kind of impressed. Yeah, I'll be and I'll be I'll be testing it in in my truck now that my Montero is back together. For those of you listening, I got the parts and 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 we'll be we'll be driving to some place and I'm sure it'll be called like like Cat Sunfish Cloud or wherever the directions take me. And I'm gonna pop that in and see if that's a place later. But um, yeah, so I'm excited to see that stuff. That's funny that it it, it does potentially work so well off road, uh, which is why on the Jag, my car behind me, I'm gonna put in a, a lesser one. Cause I don't need to test the off-road cause I'm curious about the other side of the offerings, but I'm curious if this ever comes up in discussions. Cause it's immediately where, I, you know, we're talking about the evolution of dash cams and where dash cams are going and the tech. I, I feel like this would be a conversation where somebody brings it up every six months and they're like, we cannot do that. But has anybody done a combo dash cam slash radar detector? They have, they have. <laughs> um, yeah, there, there's a, there's another company, um, that that does it and uh okay. i actually don't know how well how well they work sure but i do know they exist so okay I mean, yeah. it's, it's funny because i haven't seen it and i was like that's the first thing my mind goes to depending on which vehicle i'm driving uh not the montero uh not really this <laughs> one either um uh and then another thing have have you guys ever played around in the like the motorsport space like sponsored a team just to get some dash cams on some race cars for some cool race car views yeah, yeah, we 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 have uh, we have a couple things in progress right now that um, they're testing it right now. Uh, we have one that's going on a trophy truck in Baja. Uh, I can't give too much information on that one yet, but it's uh, we you know we we really want to see how the image stabilization yeah. stands up there. But if you're going to test it on a car, one of those is going to put it to the max, right? Absolutely, that that's awesome. That that's a a great thing. And then see if you can get into a super stadium truck truck too because those things send um that'll be sweet i look forward to learning more about that when you guys can talk about it um now just in terms of your personal dash cam world do you have a favorite dash cam video um of my own or yeah no no like like one that you love like i gotta go back and watch this one again like not for your stuff but like just an in general favorite one huh there's too many there's a lot (laughs) I think one of my one of my favorites of recent times it actually happened this year. 
And um, it was up in the Bay Area, like uh, just south or just east of Tahoe, I think, like in Sacramento, between Sacramento and, and Lake Tahoe. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's these people just driving on a side road on um, on access road, I guess, near a freeway. Mm-hmm. But uh, all you see is kind of flat, flat, flat road and uh, fire road that they're driving through. And you see this car just dukes a hazard out of nowhere <laughs> and just land in front of them. It's straight like full dukes a hazard, like a grave digger style here. Yeah. And they're just getting, they just land right in front of them. You're like, what the heck just happened? That was probably my favorite one of, of recent time. It just reminded me of, you know, the good old boys. That's insane. That's insane. Uh, now, uh, what, what are your own vehicles and do you, and do you have dash cams in them? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So um, I have a uh, I have a Subaru 2008 Subaru that uh, I trashed pretty good. So I got I got a dash cam in there, and that mm-hmm. actually I use. I have like mounts all over that car for different mounts and different testing. And oh sure, I, I literally just ro- rotate through all my dash cams there. And then I actually got a uh, an older Tesla that doesn't have a dash cam. It or oh. it's like the older style before they have um, uh, all the cameras all over it. Right. So it, it's actually uh, pretty useful to still have in there. And I actually have uh, a 622 in the front and a cabin cam inside and another 622 in back and another and another uh, rear camera on the side. Just I was testing out different angles. Yeah, no, you've, you've, like, you've like homebrewed your own sentry mode. 100%. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm doing. Nice. That's yeah. funny. Awesome. Now, um, is there... Has anybody been using these on? Can they use your dash cams on motorcycles? Yeah, you know what? People gotten pretty creative with uh, motorcycles, side by sides, boats. Uh, I was even seen it on an airplane. Um, but yeah, no, people can use it. You know, it's it's we say it's made for a um, it's made for a car, right? Right. Um, the problem with motorcycles is that it is uh, it's more exposed to the elements, and these things are not. Uh, rated for weather in the way that uh, a, a motorcycle may experience. Sure, absolutely. But you know, there's a lot of motorcycles that have big enough windshields that will uh, that will stop a uh, you know any rain into into accessing the camera, and also you know with the removable mount, once they're not moving anymore, they can just pop it off. So oh, that's true. It's, yeah, yeah, it's it's seasonal, of course. You know, a lot of people aren't riding in the rain, and people aren't riding in the snow. So you know. It, they do they do use it although i do say it is a uh, it is an automotive uh, device at the moment absolutely i i have a friend with a helicopter we should try to get him to test one of these out see see if it can handle the vibrations of the helicopter that would, that would be a heck of a test yeah uh, let's send that give me that footage in. i want that yeah right <laughs> that would be sweet um so next base uh to to recap uh next base the iq is coming out that lineup later this year we've got some cool stuff there um we've got the tons of modularity we've got a price point for everybody um where would you like everybody to follow next base in terms of social media stuff yeah if you follow us at uh on instagram at at just next space um we're there we're also at facebook youtube i think those are at next space dash cams uh for the for the handle but mm-hmm. yeah youtube instagram uh facebook twitter you know we're, we're at all the major stops now we're trying to build our presence a little a little bit larger on some of the other uh other platforms like uh sure. reddit and uh Oh yeah. And TikTok, but uh, you know, really really focusing on on Instagram for now and those other ones. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Instagram makes sense. TikTok seems like it could be a, a if done right, a great 
breeding ground for dash cam based content. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard. TikTok is a difficult one. We got to make yeah. sure because it's got such a different format that yes. we just got, you know, we got to make sure that we, if we're going to do it, we always want to do things right when we do it. Yeah. That, it, that it makes sense and it's not no, you just, gotta, you know. you got to come out with a, a, a dash cam marketing at teens where it's like vertical uh <laughs> capturing of videos 100%. It, yeah it's just, just gonna be teens inside the car using the cabin cam dancing with oh yeah arms. right For, Fortnite dancing <laughs> while they should be driving absolutely exactly. um and then uh if you want it, it's up to you if you want to plug your own social media for people to follow you you don't have to though uh if you want to uh, yeah it's just jeff it's just at jeff q it's really okay and that's C H U H. Uh, yes. and then, um, for everybody else, um, Ron will be back next week, uh, at triple seven style. I'm, and go watch Ron's dash cam video because it's, if you haven't seen it, it's a crazy video and it's really fun, uh, which kind of started this whole conversation for us internally. Um, I want to say thanks to next space for giving us product to test. Uh, it, I've been wanting a dash cam for years, so this has been really fun. And then Jeff, thank you for coming on to help walk us through like where dash cams are, where they're going and, 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 and letting us learn more about your product. I really appreciate that. Um, I think after we play with these dash cams some more, we're going to have to have you come back on. So maybe we can dive a bit more deeper into the guts of them. Um, and then we can actually throw some likes and potential dislikes, consumer dislikes at yeah, you too, to see what we find. Um, but for now, I, I think we're good. This is a good place to start. And, and once again, thanks for coming on and to everybody else. We will see you on the next episode. Oh,